Hello and welcome to AI's Got Talent, the fourth episode of the Edgy Tech Me podcast. For educators and others interested in AI and other new techs, their impact on education, our classrooms, how we work and how we live. In this episode you are in for a treat. We are talking all about AI and voice, how you can use AI to sew things like remove annoying sounds when you are on an important Zoom call, like the door being opened or your heater blaring in the background. All episode introductions, the blurb at the end of the podcast and the music used in this introduction are all created using AI. So one of the things about AI is it can really, well, it can emulate our personalities. And I've got to say, sometimes AI just really has talent. <laughs> it totally can. And uh, I really love talking about this uh, with anyone that, uh, Suzette, Carrie, I know we're going to hang out and have a bit of fun this episode because my gosh, we've been through some fun times. Um, actually, if I may, Suzette, you and I actually hung out uh, quite a while ago uh, exploring whether AI has talent and um, turns out it sort of did. Yeah, we um, we turned a 15 minute phone call into a three hour discussion where we were hanging out on getting um, the AI to write uh, song lyrics and also to create uh, science experiments and putting them into your LinkedIn messages at the time. Uh, we, there was myself, you and our CMO in my company, um, Craig Tomler, were we had a great fun time in the afternoon and that actually was the genesis of a show called AI's Got Talent on Clubhouse for a while. <laughs> it was so much fun. So we had, uh, so what we had with, the, with that particular show on, on Clubhouse is that people just throw random words up and then we would challenge the AI to write a song in the, in the theme of, a bit like those song in an hour challenge, but poor old AI had to sort it out in a minute. <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. And um, I must say, I mean, Carrie, could you imagine having to sing a song written by AI because every now and then the words and the phrasing is completely off <laughs> gotta say well I'm just I'm just going to say land is here it's really like the x factor isn't it of uh, of entertainment and I'm just going back to some old episodes of Spicks and Specs where they would read from a book but sing to a tune yeah. right and so really we've just altered this it's sort of the similar process but you two are talking about the x factor i mean if you you know i just think entertainment having a lot of fun i think ai can be part of that in a big way and oh my gosh if we gave this to some kids some little people because they're so creative imagine what they could come up with you know the wiggles ai wiggles hot potato maybe I don't know what that might look like, but it's going to be fascinating and uh, it should be a lot of fun. I don't know what other, th other things you've tried to, to use it with, um, Suzette. What other ideas have you got up your sleeve? I've got heaps of ideas up my um, sleeve around AI being used in a range of different ways. Um, You've got, we, we talked about the uh, creation of songs and I've got a few of those songs, if you um, lyrics that we can talk about if you want to. And we actually also, you know, AI has been used as um, there's an AI comedian on YouTube that all of the, the actual comedic routine is actually provided by um, an AI and written and then performed by a, uh, what is referred to as a text to uh, speech type uh, AI. Uh, but also we we had some fun before we got onto this episode around <laughs> pickup lines written by AI. And there's some 
doozies around that one as well. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, well, they are. They're, they're pretty raw sometimes, but I must say, every now and then, they almost seem very on point. <laughs> and then, let's be honest, pickup lines at, at the best of times are, are usually hilarious anyway. <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, what's wild, though, is that this has become a, a full-blown industry. I mean, I'm aware of some, there's an AI band, I believe. Yes, and there's an AI song competition too, of which Australia came second, I think, last year or the year before. Wow. So we in the in the inaugural one, we were the first or second place. So, and uh, songs that were completely written by AI. Well, I need to get up to speed. Obviously, that's that's what I'm I'm thinking. That's my first thought of the. I'm going. Oh, I'm I'm going to investigate some of these. But um, I'm I'm. I'm wondering if it can actually affect the contestants who are on the block, say, some of the some of the big programs, the reality um, TV programs and uh, um, entertainment that is so popular. If we look at our uh, free-to-air TV at the moment, um, I think there's a lot of people who are now preferring um, the, the AI-based or the more creative uh, um entertainment that we have I mean look at the amazing inroads at uh, Netflix or the all the different providers of entertainment have made so it's only to me it's only just going to race ahead surely there's, there's a there's a thirst and, a, and a, a hunger for it there's a market for it obviously so what would happen if you've got an AI contestant inside say like a song contest and they're up against humans and then they start to win like is, is it fair? Oh. i feel like it's almost like the previous episode where we talked about ethics is that a fair thing well third rock to the sun bring it on you know <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those things too though that ai is really good about being middle of the road i think it'd mm. be it's hard pressed to actually have yeah. the innovation and the spontaneity that uh true spontaneity uh, that uh you know as humans have uh, so I think um, I was doing something recently with uh, another organization called Spark Tank, where we, it was an idea, it's a platform, um, platform that's around ideation. And it's about, you know, say for all three of us, we would go into the pl platform and be able to provide ideas the same way as we would around a, a conference table, for instance, in a workshop. And it would then allow that ideation process through the platform. And we actually did it with the AI in it um, one time as one of the um, so-called participants. And we didn't tell the other participants that it was this was actually being done. And what we found is that and when we actually had the rankings at the end of which ideas were good and, and been evolved and that sort of thing, the AI came pretty much middle of the pack. And, it was, and that's where we expected it. It did really well in that meat and potatoes type style. You know, this is the the you know, the kind of thing. But at the same time, it didn't really have that that those points of genius that us as humans do. Um, and so yeah, so I think you know, having an AI contestant in one of those kind of reality shows, I think, is probably going to find that they probably wouldn't win. It almost reminds me of an old Simpsons episode when you had like a if you had all the monkeys in, in a room who we were typing, we were typing for years or whatever, would they create the, the greatest book ever known to man? And there was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> it's it can be just put in there. Uh, but anyway, it's just a. It, I guess it's a, it is a challenging. Um, world that we really find ourselves in i guess where could this lead if ai does have talent does that mean it can um support talent does it become the main talent that we now watch i mean it, we already know that actually affects our media consumption i mean i know that when i go into the various uh, uh videos i watch it tends to show me up the stuff roughly similar to what i watched before um 
but at this point, I'm still watching real people. I mean, when when does it that the vast majority of people then start watching the AI versions of a personality and the AI versions of songs and everything else? That's going to be an interesting point in time. Do, are, are there any research pro uh, or any uh, analytics on that, um, Suzette, at the moment? Well, Netflix itself and those sort of services in themselves that's actually how they generate content that's why they're they're growing so um so fast is they're actually using the analytics of what people watch and developing more content based on the viewing habits of the people so they get direct correlation between what people watch and what you what's advantage to you in serving you up content that you have already watched or similar content they're then going okay well if we then create content around this it's going to be a hit uh and so you get things like i mean recently the squid game came out and it's like i think the highest rating netflix show ever and yet it's in korean and that's you know if you even go a few years back two or three years back having a non-english speaking uh, show on a broadcast TV channel actually be number one of all of their ch- would would have been unheard of it sort of thing, but now it's because it's something that can come out of this um, viewing habits and the use of AI and being able to create something that actually could work. Well, definitely well, could be an accelerator. That, well, it's that message that says suggested for you. It's an accelerator to get you to yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, isn't that like, I mean, suddenly in the middle of the COVID thing, now everyone's watching Tiger King. I don't even know if there's a king of tigers. What are you talking about? And then suddenly there's this thing going on. And I suppose if you look at past consumption, I mean, initially Netflix would say a lot of, lot of minutes watches with The Office. And, and, and now it's moved on in lots of ways. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So it can influence our consumption of media that's traditional because it can kind of say, hey, you tend to like this stuff. This is what you're going to tend to like. But mm-hmm. I suppose it also brings up uh, well, silos that could potentially happen because you don't know what's out there if all you get shown is, you know, it's a bit like the, if you only ever try chocolate ice cream, that's the only ice cream that you know. <laughs> uh, they're better ice creams. You don't ever know because you only get chocolate. And that's so true, isn't it? This, this might be a case of this is the only thing you know because that's it keeps being fed into you, the silo notion. So that's, uh, that's, it. that's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, part of the discussion around uh, has I got talent? Yeah, I think so. I guess um, if I was thinking to that when you're t- uh, talking about AI as a comedian, uh, <laughs> did, 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 did the comedian have actually timing, or is it sort of just 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 blurts it out, pretty much monot- in, a, in a monotonous way? Look, I don't um, I don't know specifically the details, but what I suspect that they've done is that they've actually used two AIs. They're, they've actually had um, a, a natural language processing AI, and I suspect, I'm pretty sure it was a GPT-3, which um, was provided by OpenAI, uh, to write the actual material. So they've, they and the particular AI comedian, um, it was actually a comedian that also fed a lot of information in on I think it was it that there's an article or something around saying it got it to watch a thousand hours of comedy for instance same equivalent sort of thing as you sitting oh. down it so then wrote the comment content um and then what they've used is a um another kind of ai called text to speech which for everyone who's listening to this you're actually experiencing as well because we've used that as our intro and an outro um, we are using that kind and these days that kind of 
technology is very natural sounding unless you really know what you're listening for uh, most people wouldn't be able to pick yeah. it and so um they then so that there's a bit of a disconnect between you know when the 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 content was created or the script per se the same as like as a human you'd sit there and you write the script first you polish it and then you would record it you know the actual side of it uh and it's all animated go on to youtube go out you know if you go and um, do a search you can find it um but yeah, it's it's one of these things where um, one of the, one where you can do. There's another search where you can go um, in games, and where um, at the moment there's this concept called NPCs for the people who are not gamers. That is non-playable characters, um, and there's usually two types um, of NPCs in a game. Um, and recently, a movie called Free Guy is all about NPCs. So that if you if you're very not a um, a geeky gamer, then you're probably going to play with them. But what it means is um, there's two work types. And what I mean by that is one person is you can go up and have canned dialogue or dialogue that the programmers or the gaming company has put together. And you go through a series of different options based on your selections um, and that interaction with that NPC. There's other kinds of NPC in the games that don't have any voice and don't talk. Well, what they've done with this kind of technology now is actually give a voice to those type of NPCs. And you can actually walk up to them in you know, these, these demos at the moment and have a very much off the cuff conversation with the hot dog vendor standing on the corner in your game, for instance, which <laughs> you know, it's a little delayed, but it shows you the whole aspect of where this kind of technology is going. Wow. 100%. And I actually think about like, the, the game engines that are actually powering these things is just getting more and more sophisticated. And as you described, speaking with a hot dog vendor, because I never thought to do that. <laughs> uh, but why not? Um, I guess that actually uh, also brings to the question, if AI truly does have talent and it really has talent and they create it as crafted and beautiful, does that mean that um, people want to live in that world as opposed to this world? Because the other world's a little bit more interesting. Uh, yeah, a little well, interesting. well, we come back to some ethical considerations, don't we, I suppose? Or... or uh... For, for all this as well. Oh, fascinating, fascinating. And I'm sure that um, some of those acronyms that you dropped, um, Suzette, might need a little bit of explanation as well. But we've also got listeners who, who would be um, into, into these um, into these new games, new, new types of entertainment that are, would be fascinating to hear from as well. So, you know, if you feel like dropping us a line, uh, popping in on, on our next episode, that would be fantastic as well, giving us some feedback on that. Can I ask, um, Suzette, uh, if people listening in go, hey, they want to play with an AI, can they get it to write a song for them, so to speak, or write them some comedy? I mean, we could, I'm kind of wondering, where would we potentially be able to shoot people towards? Well, you can go to, um, you can't actually do a song on our website yet, but we can, um, simplemarketing.ai, you can go play and get it to write you some uh, Facebook posts and things like that. Uh, but I think, you know, if you are interested in actually having it to write a song, uh, reach out to us through Simple Marketing AI or through this podcast, and uh, we can uh, have a, a session like we did with you, Ben, that day. <laughs> a love wow. song between a Lamandra and, uh, I can't even remember now, it's a few months ago. Picture. It, it was, was a water, water pitcher. pitcher, yes. And a, and a uh, fire and um, sorry, a fry pan. It was because that was what I was, I was looking at at the time in my kitchen, <laughs> and it worked. It was very very strange. Um, yeah, it is a brave new world. So definitely um, yeah. reach out to us. I'd love to know what your thoughts are. Does AI have talent? Should it have talent? Love to know more. Love to know what you think.
and just on the on the closing, just to give you a an idea, here's a couple of quote. Um, here's a pickup line that an AI has written. Uh, very science orientated, which is great for me and Ben, and particularly with our science backgrounds. Um, you must be an iron because I've got an exothermic reaction. Um, so that's. <laughs> So we're still a little bit away off before um, AI is going to be our pickup line artist. But uh, um, and on the the song side, one of the ones that was created in that clubhouse that time, we actually the three um, words were murder, coffee, and cup. Yeah. And in the style of Dua Lipa, um, and it said murder a coffee cup. Take me back to the place that I know. I can't remember. I can't recall. I'm lost in this empty space now. I can't tell how you feel now. And that's a line from that particular song it generated and that was sung live into a clubhouse. <laughs> it's so much fun. It is a brave new world. Uh, somewhat scary, but also a lot of fun. And hey, look, let's be honest. If you're at a bar sometime and someone actually throws a pickup line at you, you can go, you know what? I've seen that before. That's an AI line. Maybe you'll have a common frame of reference. <laughs> it could be kind of fun. Now, I'm sure this conversation has just set some some people's temperature gauges soaring. So Thanks. catch us next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edgy tech podcast episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can find more engaging episodes at edutech.me on how AI is changing our lives, our classrooms and how we work. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode.